I got ghosted by a person I barely even knew, but it still affected me so much because I took it very personally. And I was so sensitive to him not responding to my messages. I was on my phone all day. I was shaking my legs, desperately waiting for him to respond to me. And I realized that that's when my highly sensitive personality trait was coming to use. I'm Pratna and you're listening to Rebel With A Purpose. I'm so glad you tuned in to listen because in this episode, we're only going to be talking about what a highly sensitive personality trait is and how you can recognize it in yourself or others. A highly sensitive person is a person with a deep sensitivity to the physical, emotional or social situations around them. There are pros and cons to being a highly sensitive person or HSP. For example, you may avoid violent movies or TV shows, but you may also have deep, close relationship with others. You may be able to read social cues and other people's emotions very well, but at the same time, their mood swings would affect you way too much. It's important to know that being a highly sensitive person isn't considered a mental health disorder and that there is no official way to diagnose someone as HSP. And there's no official highly sensitivity person test, but there are a lot of unofficial ones that you can find online. So let's get right into it because today I invited AJ, a very, very dear and close friend of mine from SMU in Singapore. He is also a highly sensitive person, just like me, which is why we resonated on this topic in Singapore, especially when I was talking about my anxious attachment style with him and how being ghosted literally ruined my entire day. So I really hope you enjoy this conversation. Hey, AJ, how are you? Hi, Brenda. I'm good. Doing very well. It's nice to see you again after so long. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I'm really glad you're doing well. And I'm so excited to talk to you about highly sensitive people because that's the two of us. And I feel like we really <laughs> understand it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's literally, I think it's the first thing we talk about, you know, is, is like one of the things that we decided to meet actually to talk about, you know, <laughs> who we are and, and make sense of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So firstly, what does highly sensitive mean to you? What does highly sensitive oh. person mean to you? Uh, we just go straight to defining who we are. Wow, that's like so difficult because it's so multifaceted to, to how I understand it. Um, well, in my own experience and my own definition, um, there are a few characteristics of being highly sensitive people. Like to me as a person, I, I am very introspective. Like I'm just able to... Um, uh, think deeply and understand the situation that had just happened and, you know, understand everything. Also, at the same time, um, one of the values that I believe in is empathy, like to be able to, you know, offer my sincere emotions and my understanding to all the people around me without any hesitation. Also, um, you tend to be a little bit more hypersensitive in sensitive in terms of like picking up different senses around you. It can be like really physical senses or um, audio whatsoever you're just your senses are just very um, how to say receptive to all stimuli be it good or bad that's just my definition of it well that's a great definition I actually completely agree with it but we're going to play a little game over here I'm going to read okay. a statement and I want you to either like agree or disagree with it in the sense of whether you think you are that okay so it's hmm. about you um, and I'll, I'll, I'll agree or disagree with it too. So I'm going to play the game with you. First question. Okay. 
I get overwhelmed when I must compete and I become so nervous or shaky before I perform and that makes my performance worse. Okay. I think I agree with that because there's some sense of like extremity in terms of emotions. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, intensity and highly sensitive people are usually very, you know, they are super, uh, um, how to say, they just receive a lot of emotions and just embrace all emotions. So I would agree to that. I would agree to that. Yeah, me too. I agree to that too. Um, second question. I am bothered by intense stimuli like loud noises or chaotic scenes. <laughs> totally agree with that. <laughs> totally agree yeah, with that. You just mentioned. Yeah. And I agree with that too. Um, I make it a high priority to arrange my life to avoid upsetting or overwhelming situations. Mm, arrange your life to avoid situations. Um, not necessarily that you're hypersensitive. You, you know, it's just like a way to cope with life. So yeah, yeah it doesn't really tell whether you're highly sensitive. You might just be someone who is avoiding uncertainty. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, that's just my understanding. Mm. I don't know. For me, what's, what's your understanding? For me, I think because I'm sensitive to stress, like I'm very sensitive to stress and I get more pressurized, like under the same amount of pressure, I see myself like really not working well under a lot of amount of stress and uh, pressure. So what okay. I do is I actually never procrastinate because I'm very worried about like the last minute work. So I plan my life in the sense that I always like pre-plan for the future because when I'm in that situation, I don't want to be overwhelmed or stressed because I know I'm so sensitive to it. I see. So I see. So it's about like having that self-awareness that you are not very able to deal with uh, stress because you're going to be overwhelmed by that. So you exactly. choose this way of life. I see. Okay. Exactly. Okay. That makes sense. What's the next? Fourth question. Being very hungry creates a very strong reaction in me, disrupting my concentration completely. I guess yes, but not just even just hang, hung, like hunger. <laughs> it can be. Have you ever heard of this? Um, what is that called? Abbreviation halt. Like feeling hungry, angry lonely or tired like these feelings is just overwhelming to you like this kind of feeling like all the negative feelings yeah it can be really overwhelming so I would say yeah <laughs> I would say yeah 100 percent. yeah same <laughs> I feel like if I'm thinking about something and if like there's something bothering me or like I haven't like reached like closure mm -hmm. or like a consensus on this one thought in my mind it's gonna go on repeating until I like just pay attention to it, like journal it or just think about it, talk to a friend about it and then I can concentrate. But I can't focus when there's this thought in my mind. Yeah, yeah. That's why I think a lot of people would say that, you know, highly sensitive people are overthinkers because we just receive a lot, <laughs> so think about it a lot. And, you know, sometimes we become like a rapid hole. We just can't get out of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's, it makes sense. What's the next one? I agree one? with that. I find it hard to do many things at once. You find it hard to do many things at once. Um, I, yes, I get the stress from that, but also I am a multitasker as well. Like I just manage a lot of things at the same time. Though I can't really say for sure that I do it well. 
Yeah, I, I can't really say for sure that I do it well, but it does get overwhelming sometimes. Like, mm -hmm. oh, actually, yes. Because like, maybe at the beginning, I would be able to do that, like manage multiple projects or things that I do at the same time. But after a while, I will feel tired and start to like procrastinate and things like that. Because I just can't get over that inertia. Like, it's just heavy to get back on it again. Yeah. So I, yeah. I would agree to that as well. Yeah, for me, it's like I'm so sensitive to like overwhelm, like the emotion overwhelm that if there's too many things happening around me, there's a point like there's this one point I reach where I'm so overwhelmed that I can't do any of it. And then I get mm. brain fog and then I'm just sitting and not doing anything. And I'm just thinking of where to start, but I can't start because I don't have the energy and I'm mentally drained already. Initially, <laughs> Yeah, so I would I would agree to that. Yeah. Oh my god, we are just <laughs> experiencing the same thing. Yeah. Not very healthy. Yeah. Not very healthy, but at least we're not alone. <laughs> yeah, we're not alone in this. Um, okay. And I feel the need for downtime when I'm very anxious. A downtime is in like alone time? Yeah. I don't know, but I mean, it sounds like just a coping mechanism. Like, just because you adopt this way to cope with anxiety, I'm not sure whether it makes you a highly sensitive person. You get what I mean? Mm. Yeah, because I to me, it's just all about more, it's about the way that you choose to receive or you just become more sensitive in receiving extra information or things like that. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not sure about, yeah, I, I would I would entirely agree with this. What about you? Okay, so for me, it's like when I'm very when I'm very any negative emotion, I feel like I have to uh, take a break or step back and then mm. look at like maybe the bigger picture because sometimes I'm just too overwhelmed and I'm not able to see the bigger picture. And even when it comes to anxiety, I feel like I have to take a step back because I'm I feel like I'm so sensitive to it that I'm not able to like work productively. So either I'm, I sit alone by myself, like give myself time. I do something I really love or I just take a walk. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Next one. Next question. Last question. I tend to be aware of changes in other people's mood and that affects me. Definitely. This one is a, a big yes. 100% yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think I, as you can see, it's a very... Um, as much as we have all these criteria, it's a very much individualized experience to become a highly sensitive person just because you maybe you just need to take about like seven out of 10 or things like that to be able to relate yourself as a highly sensitive person. Yeah, yeah. there's no test, like there's no kind of test and it's not, a, it's not a mental disorder of any sort. So it's kind of hard to know whether you are, but like there are a lot of these like questions that you can like answer yourself and kind of self-diagnose and feel like okay you might be highly sensitive yeah and plus I think it's all about feeling if you just if the fact that you could feel like this person can relate to me on a very personal emotional level some something along that line you are you as a person already quite sensitive in a way the fact that you are able to tap in your own emotions and connect with another person using your feeling is a way to indicate that you are a highly sensitive person. That's that's how yeah. I understand it. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. But what do you think like causes us to have this personality trait? 
I personally think that highly sensitive person, it's a more of like an innate temperament, something that you are kind of born with. Yeah, that's that's how I understand it. Because um, uh, people might say that, you know, um, if you are born in an abusive household where the, one of the parents are very physically abusive or, or verbally abusive, then the children would be more of like very wary of the parents' reactions, aggressions, and things like that. So that might make you become more uh, sensitive in a way. Yeah. Yeah, but... Even though you can say that, but eventually it also depends on their personal temperament or innate temperament to decide what kind of coping mechanism are they going to, you know, adopt. Are they going to turn out to become a people pleaser? You know, a lot of highly sensitive people are people pleasers. And, or are they going to become just a big, uh, um, how to say, um, uh, just repeating that pattern becoming another aggressive person or avoiding the emotions entirely so but personally i would say that it's more of like a innate temperament mm, yeah okay that makes sense i also do feel like after a traumatic event like if i mean if someone has ptsd then they're also more they have more traits of a highly sensitive person for sure i was just saying that like there are some studies that shows that um uh, it's highly sensitive person is as a trait is more like a innate temperament as well. Yeah, but I think we gotta we gotta go and find the studies to support that. Like how they yeah. go, how they about you know researching on this. Yeah. So, but what would you say is the difference between a highly sensitive person and an introvert? I can understand why there is this question in the first place because you know it's it's for introvert people they are more inward looking as well. Yeah. Yeah, more inward looking. It's it's where they seek the comfort and energy from for the introvert people, introverted people. But I think from how I understand it, the difference is um, regardless of being introversion or extroversion, it's just how you choose to, it's, it's, it's about how you choose to seek your energy from. Extroversion is more of seeking energy from outside. Introversion yeah. is seeking energy from inside. But being a highly sensitive person, it means that it's about how um, how sensitively you are able to receive information, be it from outside or inside. Mm. You will be True. able to see the details, the depth in the things that you look outside or the things that you look inside. Mm. With that sensitivity, you are able to see from whichever direction you're looking at, you are able to see things in a more uh, minute manner. That's how I understand it. Yeah. No, I love that explanation. That makes it very clear. Thank you. And my favorite question now, what are the positives that come with being highly sensitive? The reason this is my favorite question is because I remember like three months ago, we met and I was crying about being highly sensitive and I'm like, I hate that I feel so much pain. <laughs> So please tell me the gifts that come with it. Um, it took me quite a while to be able to embrace this trait as well, but maybe because I was really thrown into an environment where I just have to be by myself. You have to stay by yourself and, and all that as well, right? We're just like, you know, third culture kid and we just have to live abroad by ourselves. So with that opportunity, I could understand my emotions better. 
I, I am put in the space where I'm given the opportunity to understand my emotions with my own understanding and really just like deep dive into understanding it by myself. Mm. So I would say that the first positive thing that comes with being highly sensitive is the fact that I could be, like what I say, being introspective and understand why I am the way I am. I can find the answer as to why I behave this way or feel this way. I could feel it. I could feel it in my body and tell you this is what I'm feeling right now and I can tell you why. Yeah. So that's one thing. But And the other good thing that comes with it is it allows me to be able to understand people as well, people around me. I've heard my favorite uh, phrase or line is how much you, you can see in a person depending on how much you can see in yourself. So you can understand people around you so much just because you can understand yourself well. Yeah, that makes a yeah, lot of and, sense. Yeah, and there's so many positive perks that comes with that. Naturally, I am a good natural, uh, good conversationalist. Not naturally, because I feel like it's a built skill. But also, like once I, I know about the skills and the things, it just comes naturally to me. Like, for example, um, when you are highly sensitive, if you are able to pick up like body language or little subtle signs as to what this person is trying to say yeah mm. yeah so and you would naturally become a, 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 a good listener because you would want to give them the understanding the empathy so these little characteristics these qualities make you become a good conversationalist mm. yeah that makes sense completely agree yeah I see it now yeah. um another good big big thing I that I feel like sharing is that um being a highly sensitive person allows me to become the best version of me being a good friend like the best version of friend to all my friends all my besties because I feel like I can give them the kind of support and seek okay there, there are so many stages to friendship right the first one is to be able to find your people. Yeah. And with this like sensitivity, you are able to navigate the crowd and find your people. You can't even like, you know, draw them to you with the qualities that you're in. You're able to shine through the crowd and draw these people in. Or we it's more like we are drawing each other towards each other. Because of this energy, we are able to pick it up and just know that this person is definitely my bestie. <laughs> Even she, he or she is across the room. You just see it right away. Yeah. Right? Through the way he or she speaks, the way he or she talks to other people, you just feel like this person has some energy that's matching me. I just feel understood and related through the conversation that he or she is having. Yeah. I feel like a highly sensitive person can identify another highly sensitive person very easily and then they can really gel because of these similarities. Yeah, and that's just finding your people and to become a good friend, right? Highly sensitive people are able to f- provide all the good qualities of being a good friend, good listener, being uh, offering empathy, um, you know, being able to relate to you, sit with you, enjoying each, each other's presence, being able to, you know, um, picking up all the little changes or subtleties, being the one reflecting who you are as a person, giving you the insights into who you are as a person, all these kind of things that make up you becoming a good friend. 
to your friends. Mm. Yeah, that so I feel like you, know, you really should embrace this beautiful sensitivity that you have to yourself is a gift. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So I was doing this highly sensitivity uh, person test the other day, and it said, "I want to know your opinion on this because it said that men identify as highly sensitive less than women." Do you think okay. so? Like, do you do you have any idea why, if at all? I mean, may I don't know. I can't speak for all the men. <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, you know, like I I really can't. Really- the majority of the male population <laughs> but what I, what I can say is I think it's more of the masculine and feminine energy yeah a lot of the uh, qualities that we have listed out so far you know they are very feminine energy yeah but true. the thing is be it men or women we all have both masculine and feminine energy maybe yeah. women you know I, I was about to say we <laughs> Sorry, you know, women. Uh, I was about to say we women. No, no, I'm not part of womanhood, but yeah, I'm part of the sisterhood though. But um, for all the women, you might be able to connect with your feminine energy a little better. True. Yeah, yeah to men because you know we all lived in mostly you know um, toxic masculine society. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very hard for men to be able to express how they feel or embrace their feminine energy or something when went to the extent of suppressing their feminine energy. Yeah, so it, it makes sense why, um, uh, you know, majority of men would not be able to relate to this quality. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I love, I love how men's mental health is like coming into light nowadays. I've seen so many posts on men's mental health and I love it because I know like suppression is so big because of the patriarchy and toxic masculinity but like I love how now we've, we're changing the whole societal norms that we were born and brought up with yeah we are really going towards a more positive direction for everyone with with this like um how to say being a very uh inclusive with this sentimental sentimentality that we have I think we are heading towards a very positive direction for everyone yeah, and that's a great note to end this episode with. So thank you so much, AJ, for your time here. Thank you for having me today. Super happy to be talking to you about this again and sharing to everyone. Yeah, same here. I'll see you soon. Bye. Take care. Bye. Well, that's the end of this episode, guys. I really hope you enjoyed it and understood more of what a highly sensitive person is and could diagnose yourself as one or not, depending on everything that we went through in this episode. If you'd like to hear more episodes like this, please let me know on my Instagram at Purpose with Pratna. You're listening to Rebel with a Purpose and I'm Pratna signing off.